listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. And belly and up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris Lanuti. This is the EP Podcast. 30 minutes of good for Evergreen Park and the surrounding area. The regular show comes out each and every Monday. It's always on demand. So if you miss something, don't worry. You can go back. There's great stuff that you may have missed. You can get it anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. And since the high school football season began just a few months ago, Head coach Jerry Verdi of the Evergreen Park Mustangs has been joining us for Football Friday, an episode that is like a special edition. This one right here, releasing actually on Thursday afternoon to get you ready for the Friday night lights. And after a 7-2 regular season, Evergreen Park has a home playoff football game this weekend and the coach is joining us in just a few moments. It's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Get over to 95th and Pulaski, that iconic building over there. They have some great rates on CDs right now. In times of financial uncertainty, a lot of times I like to throw a little money in a CD. An 11-month CD is 3%. 17 months is giving you 3.25. Their savings special, 2.5% on those accounts. And remember, with total access checking, you get free ATMs nationwide and a $300 bonus with qualifying activities. They have great mobile banking tools. Check them out. With $100 required to open, you can never pay an ATM fee again. 95th and Pulaski, your hometown bank, the first national bank of Evergreen Park, member FDIC. On Friday, October the 28th, you have a choice. Go see the Evergreen Park Mustang, 6 p.m. kickoff, or... 6 p.m. kickoff of the Halloween parade at 50 Acre Park. Will it even be called that anymore? At 91st and Rockwell, from what I can see on social media, the park is being renamed for former mayor James Sexton. It may not be known as 50 Acre Park anymore. If you're listening on Thursday afternoon, the 27th, at 6 p.m., the ceremony will be held at 91st and Rockwell. And again then, on Friday night, you have the Halloween parade. It's only for Evergreen Park residents, children 11 and under. Also remember, trick-or-treating hours in the village are essentially the end of school, 3.30 p.m. until 7 p.m. this Monday, October the 31st. As for the 2022 road resurfacing project, by the time you're listening to this, everything should be basically done. All the asphalt should be down. The village has a punch list. They are making sure everything gets put back exactly the way that it should be put back, and they will not be closing the contract until everything is right again in the Southwest Quadrant. But the worst seems to be over. And remember, we are in the middle of the Evergreen Park Youth Department's annual coat drive. Make winter a little warmer for someone in need. Donate your coat between now and November the 30th. Community Center, 3450 West 97th Street, Room 105 or over at the Village Hall, 9418 South Kedzie Avenue. 
They're looking for new or clean used condition. So much more coming up in the month of November. Once Halloween weekend is over, we will cover it all. And Frank Murray from the Evergreen Park Library will be on the next episode that posts Monday. Anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. Quitting smoking is hard and Cool Claws Vapor Shop right here in Evergreen Park has been giving Evergreen Park residents and the surrounding area an alternative to smoking. They have a full taster bar. They have great CBD products. They have a knowledgeable staff. They're local. And as they've told us here before on the EP podcast, they're not looking to get somebody started on vaping. They're looking for a way to get smokers off of cigarettes. Check out all that they're about at CoolCloudsVapor.com or stop in and see Reed, Bridget, and the rest of the staff over at 3837 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. On the phone line with me right now, the head coach of the Evergreen Park Mustangs, a team that finished 7-2, and 5-1 and one in their conference, home football game this Friday. Can't wait for it. Head coach, Jerry Verdi. How are you, coach? Doing good. I don't know how else to describe it. Just like a, just a big season for you. I know that when we first started talking on the EP podcast, I think you were coming out of the, the dark times where you had to have a weird spring schedule. There was no postseason. You were just happy to be on the field. And to just watch me personally over the last couple of years, you go from a spring right into a fall and have to adjust to that, that short preparation time and now finally get your just regular season and everything set up, I think, probably the way you wanted it. And then to perform, only two losses on the season. You, you, you're seven and two. You got a home uh, playoff game. How happy are you? Do, do you feel good about it at this point? We we do feel good about it. You know, it, it's there's been a lot of uh, program growth over the last uh, couple of years, and and you know, <laughs> the old saying, no matter if you're a player or your program, you know, you're either you're either getting better or you're getting worse, and. And uh, we've obviously been been getting better, and and um, you know, and, and it is about program. One one of the things that that I preach as a as a head as a head varsity coach is that it's it's not just a varsity football team. It's a, it's a football program, and it and it includes every kid from freshman till you know up until their senior year, their last game, and even after that, when when they're done, you know, it's all part of a program. And in order to get, you know, have success at the varsity level, you know, you've got to have the right coaches in place at, at, at the lower level. You got to have the, you know, be, be having the players grow and, and get better. And, and we've been doing that. And um, it can be seen based on, you know, how we did last fall and, and then how it carried over, you know, to this fall, because uh, the expectations this fall weren't terribly high, but, 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 but we knew what we had and, and, um, they were able to to uh, perform. You played in a competitive conference, competitive division. South Suburban Red had one, two, three, four, five teams that had at least five wins in it. You you performed really well in that conference. You you go five and one in it overall for the season. You outscore opponents two eighty seven to one forty five, and you finish off the season against Argo, one of those teams that ended up 
with five wins on the season. So definitely no slouch. But you go out there and you play him and you beat him 54-20. to 20. Tell me a little bit about that final game of the season. Another game that you win convincingly when I look at the final score. Well, our, our offense is clicking, and, and, and it has been for the last three weeks. And, and anybody who's come out and seen us can attest to that. And, you know, that starts with uh, Dejan. That starts with, you know, the offensive line. And then, obviously, um, the way our running backs have been playing and and, uh, you know, our receivers, as far as, you know, uh, blocking downfield, running crisp routes, and, and it, you know, it, it has come together for us the, the last three weeks especially. And we were scoring points earlier, but um, it's noticeably um, scoring based on, you know, really good performance and execution. And, and, you know, you can score points against a team that's not that great, but scoring against teams that are competitive is a, is a whole other story. And in order to score against those teams, you really do have to know what you're doing. And um, I think it's noticeable, especially these last three weeks, that, um, you know, the game plan has been really good. You know, I've got co-offensive coordinators. Uh, Jason Fendukian runs the uh, offensive line and, and the run game. And, and Darren Yarborough uh, is our wide receivers coach, but he, he coordinates the pass game and then, uh, Howie Ross is our quarterback coach, and and they do a great job putting together you know game plans and and um, you know exploiting what the defense has given us and and really helping players get better and and that's been noticeable this year. There's no doubt about that. Was the game plan against Argo just run it, run it, run it? Uh, what was the total amount of yardage you got on the ground? That was big. Last Thursday night we rushed for 366 yards and wow. and. Um, Interesting uh, component of that is Dejan's been a big part of our run game, and and he did not he gained zero yards. He gained seven yards uh, on the evening. Um, so you know from that particular standpoint, uh, you know the the much of the uh, rushes fell upon our two-headed monster back there, uh, Antonio Clay Jones and 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 Jed uh, Ajay. So um, you know they they rushed the ball thirty times, and they're the ones that they had three hundred sixty-six yards. Wow. Players of the game? Is that what you would call them? Oh, without a doubt. Um, you know, Antonio ended up rushing for 233 on 18 carries, and, and Jed had uh, 133 yards on 12 carries. Jed had two touchdowns, and Antonio had, had one. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's as good a performance we've had at running back uh, in seven years uh, here at EP. Uh, and it was really, really – it was great to see. You know, they, they, you, you talk about decision-making, and – and running the ball is also full of decisions. You know, where do you cut? Do you read the block? You know, uh, and they they were able to do that. They've got great acceleration, and they're they're difficult to tackle. All right, let's take a look at the first round opponent. You have a home game happening this Friday night, the twenty eighth, six p.m. in Evergreen Park. I expect Evergreen Park to get out and support their hometown team in the first round of this postseason. You're taking on Comer, and the only opponent you actually have an opponent that you both faced this year i i looked this up okay so they they took on carver you took on carver they beat carver who's in their conference 26 to 20 and as i look back at whatever green park did against carver 49 to 8 do you take anything from that going into this game you know it's hard to take things from the beginning of the season and translate them to you know to a week 10 you, you don't know how a team has grown you don't know you know, some teams get better, some teams get worse. Um, we think we've improved vastly from the beginning of the season. So th- there's a lot of variables, you know, in there that, uh, you know, <laughs> are hard to, hard to wrap your mind around. But, um, 
you know, we feel good about where we're at going into Friday. Uh, we we have respect for Comer. We've, we've seen them on film. They've got a couple really, really talented players. Um, they know what they're doing on offense. Um, they they're, they you know they they run some option. They throw the ball deep. Um, it's obviously it's obvious that they're they're well coached and and um, you know from that standpoint from a from a defensive perspective you know there is a bit of a challenge there and then you know offensively you know they've had success too um, we we know we have a very strong run game and and you know hopefully we're able to execute that you know on Friday night. From the beginning of the season, I remember the first thing that you talked about that you you lauded on your team was your line play, your 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 offensive line, your defensive line, but your line play. And then as the season went on, you start talking about your quarterback and his his performance and how he's really come along. And now here in the last game of the regular season, the run game explodes for like this this huge game from your running back. So at this point, it would be hard for me to say that you don't have everything clicking right now and that this would be exactly where you want to be heading into a postseason. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a progression. It's a progression through the season. And, and, you know, it's something that, you know, myself, you know, this is my 16th year as a head coach that, that I've experienced, you know, you, you end up learning the hard way that your team has to improve week to week. You need to be, you know, you need to, that big, that big improvement that comes between week one, week two, week three, and then, you know, you can't go stagnant. It has to be an improvement, you know, f- from there. And uh, especially later in the season, that's really been a huge emphasis for us to, to push harder, to not be complacent. And, um, you know, to, and the one thing that this team, you know, has really understood is that victories are earned. You, you, don't, you don't show up on Friday, flip a switch, and then, and then hope to win. And, you know, a lot of people have talked and we've talked about, you know, that TF South game, TF South, you know, finishes, you know, three and six or or whatever they finished and they beat us. And, you know, why did they beat us? Well, they beat us because we didn't earn the victory that week. And, and, you know, I've talked to people about the importance of that game. Yeah, we could have been eight and one, but you know what? We could have also won that game and then struggled our last three. And because we lost that game, it was able, we were able to be refocused and really understand what it takes, you know, and varsity high school football in Illinois, what it takes to be successful when you're playing good teams. And for the last three weeks of the season, we, we played good teams and, and were able to be successful. So um, we were able to carry that through and, and improve. And, and that's what it's all about. And then even when you get to the playoffs, if you expect to have any kind of success in the playoffs, you need to be better week 10 than you were week nine. And you need to be better, week 11 than you were week 10. And, um, you know, from that particular standpoint, we feel good. We really do. As an interviewer, I'm tempted to ask you simply, how far can this team go? Are they a threat? But I know what you're going to do is tell me it's one game at a time. So instead, what I want to ask you is... You know the answer then. I'm just kidding. I already know what you're going to say. So instead, what I want to ask you is, what does your team have to do? What do you have to see in your players here now in the postseason that will propel them deep into the postseason. What are you looking for? Continued growth. I mean, that's what has to happen. You know, we you have to be able to continue to add as the season goes on. And, um, you know, in the past, there's been times where we get to week eight, week nine, and whether it's because of injuries or whatever the case may be, like, for instance, the offensive plays. Sometimes you have to pare them down instead of adding things. You know, defensively, sometimes you have to keep things really simple because – you're at a point that that's all you can do. 
And for us to be able to be successful, we can't we can't do that. We have to be able to add on both sides of the ball and on special teams as the season goes on because, you know, each time you get past the week in the playoffs, whoever you face next is going to be better. That's just the way it always is. And if you're not better, you're not going to beat them. And so that's what we need to do in order to be able to get past the week one, week one, round one of the playoffs and, and to, you know, to be potentially successful in, in rounds after that. Evergreen Park, the Mustangs taking on Comer at home Friday night, the 28th, 6 p.m. start. Get out there, Evergreen Park, and cheer on your Mustangs as they hopefully start off a deep run into the postseason. Uh, they continue to get better each and every week. Head coach Jerry Verdi has got his team clicking heading into the postseason. And coach, good luck to you this weekend and throughout the postseason. We will talk to you next week. I appreciate it, Chris. Thank you. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.